Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Thursday, and you know what that means, AW and NXT. But before we get to that, I do want to mention, obviously, the very sad news that I'm sure that everybody is aware of by now, the death of Jim Crockett Jr., who we talked about it on the show a few days ago uh, when he was moved into hospice care, but... Uh, he'd had a lot of health problems, and he contracted COVID. And I actually had heard about this a, a little while ago. It was kind of similar to the the Brody Lee situation where people really didn't want it out. But he had been hospitalized for COVID, and this was a while ago. And, of course, things continued to get worse, and and that was that. So one of the – a legendary promoter. I mean, wrestling in the 80s. I went back a few years ago. I I never watched NWA World Championship Wrestling when I first got into wrestling. I was someone that watched a lot of WWF. And I do remember that there was the ability to watch NWA. And I will never forget that. I always watched WWF. I was always watching WWF. One day, I came across the NWA. And literally, the first thing that I saw when I turned this on was Scott Steiner doing this Frankensteiner. I was like, oh my god, that was awesome. But... I was still a WWF guy, so I never really got into it. I didn't get into it until, really, I started doing the Figure 4 newsletter in 1995. And then, of course, it was it was off to the races from there. But I did go back a few years ago, and Vinny and I watched all of the TV, 86, 87, 88. And let me tell you something. That 86, 87 NWA television was so great. And then, of course, by by late '88 and '89, it was it was it was still good, but it was kind of starting to fall off, and got to the point where earlier I'd be watching the shows and they'd be awesome, and then by '88, like late '88, it was kind of like, oh man, that was a chore to get through. But all-time great promoter, we could talk about him for hours. Dave has Semper Vivi did. We can talk about him more on the show today, and also AWNXT, all of the news. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
If you drive a car, truck, SUV, or vehicle of any kind, you need GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. That's right. With the free GetUpside gas app, you can get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time you buy gas. Nearly 3 million people have earned cash back with GetUpside just for buying gas. I always use GetUpside. Some months, I make 200 to $300. I love getting money back for things I use every day. It's just free money for buying gas. There's no catch. It's simple. And you get your cash back right away. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code TRUNK for a 50 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 75 cents a gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Earn cash back on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TRUNK for a 50 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code TRUNK. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I want to mention Andrew Zarian of the Mad Men Podcast is going to be on the show today. And Denise is going to be on the show tomorrow because they're both going to be covering the AEW show this weekend. And in fact... I mean, everyone's covering the show this weekend. Mad Men folks will be doing the watch-along. And then immediately after the show, Denise will be doing her post-show because she normally does the post-shows because they were on Saturdays. But now it's on Sunday. So Denise is going to go immediately afterwards on YouTube. And then 30, 40 minutes later, she'll wrap up. And then Vinny and I and Craig, maybe, well, Vinny and I for sure, maybe Craig, depending on when she gets done, 
we'll be going twitch.tv slash F4W video. So giant weekend for coverage of AEW here. And obviously the two big stories everyone's talking about based off last night. I was going to make a joke, but why bother? It's Shaq, and it's the announcement that on Sunday, there will be the debut of two wrestlers. One of them is going to be in the ladder match, and the other is going to be, quote, a major, huge, huge star in the world of wrestling that will be signing a multi-year deal. Now, I have no idea. I don't want to hear Dork saying that Brian's keeping the thing. I have no idea who this is, okay? But I was thinking about it here, and that's always a problem when you think. Although it's less of a problem with AEW than it is with WWE. If you try and think about what's going to happen in WWE, you just may as well just give up. But anyway, here's the thing. Paul White specifically said that the surprise was going to be a big major star in the world of wrestling. A Hall of Fame caliber star, okay? Now... First, people were like, well, maybe he's talking about himself. Okay, we can confirm he's not talking about himself. They're not doing some sort of swerve. There is somebody else that is coming on Sunday. Now, the big show also said, it's not who you think it is. Okay? So, like, when he said that, I thought, I wasn't thinking of anybody. Who did you think that I was thinking of? All right? Now, the only thing that I can think that he thinks I was thinking of would be CM Punk, okay? But I don't know if he was thinking of who I was thinking of. There was just a weird line. It's not who you think it is, okay? So obviously, CM Punk would be huge for AEW. I don't know long-term, but I mean, it would be a gigantic story if CM Punk signed with AEW. But like, here's the thing that I was thinking. If you have CM Punk, and he is going to sign with AEW and be this big surprise, and you have a pay-per-view on Sunday, and you are asking fans to pay like $50. I'm not sure what the... I think it's like 50 bucks or 55 Somebody could tell me if I'm wrong. But I mean, it's it's substantial. It's not $99 on the WWE Network or $5.99 on Peacock. I mean, they want you to pay some money for this show. Why would you not advertise the debut of CM Punk if you're asking people to spend 60 bucks? The other thing is, last night they opened with the debut of Shaq. Shaq was going to be wrestling on AEW. They put it in the first segment because the idea was, we're going to get this gigantic audience right at the beginning of the show. We're going to put this match in the ring. We're going to get our Sports Center moment. If you had CM Punk, if you're going to do a surprise appearance, why wouldn't Punk do the surprise appearance immediately after Shaq and then you announce that he's going to be doing something big on the pay-per-view that you're going to be paying 60 bucks for. So, one time, one time I can see doing a surprise like CM Punk unannounced on a pay-per-view. Now, normally, there's no way you would do that. You, you want to actually make this, this whole business about making money. So, if you've got a Punk, that's a guy you advertise for pay-per-view. Now, one time where you just surprise the hell out of the pro wrestling business and they didn't know and they bought their pay-per-view and they're so happy that they got punk one time. But I don't know if this is the one time. So I'm thinking it's not CM Punk. Maybe it's Dave suggested a Kurt Angle or a Christian. 
Okay, they they did. I can't remember what it was, but one time, Tony Khan promised some surprise that was going to change the landscape of wrestling, and people were let down by it. They had their hopes built up, and then it was someone that was not quite at that level. I feel like this is going to be a big star, but I don't feel like it's going to be CM Punk, and I could be wrong. Do you have any suggestions, Mike, on who you think this could be? I. For, the the obvious name that sticks out to me is Kurt Angle because he's out of the realm of WWE. He just started doing his podcast. He fills the Hall of Fame portion of what Paul White was saying last night. And I know there are people that would immediately go, Kurt Angle never needs to be in a ring again. You're absolutely right about that. And I know there's people that say, well, AEW doesn't need an old guy. I, I guess you could say that, but... If they wanted to make him a Sandy Scott, a Sergeant Slaughter, a troubleshooting official slash referee that could be there so Tony Khan never actually has to be on camera, I doubt that'll happen. But if you wanted an authority figure, Kurt Angle might actually be a good one to go with in that element. You know, So if you're going to bring him on, you could do that. I think what is more interesting is who is going to be in the ladder match because there's obviously some spots open for that so could we be seeing the real name that's going to be making a more of an impact week after week after week as far as the wrestling goes could we see them actually uh be there and then have just the bigger name for the hall of fame or or whatever i i don't know you know i know christian's name has been bandied about i don't know this is going to sound terrible because i really like christian but does he really help matters even if he's going to wrestle is he who you want to bring in? So I don't know who it could be. You know, CM Punk is the most fun name to throw around. I think when you start throwing away, uh, some of the other people who are free agents out there, their names around, it's like, okay, well, who are you going to bring in that's not going to come off as a little bit of a disappointment? But we'll just have to see. Everything was left so vague last night. Well, let's say this because there's a bunch of people here now. Ah, oh, it could be John Cena. Listen, I don't know who it is, okay? But, like, 99.9, it's not John Cena. Here, here's the thing, okay? First off, if John Cena's made an offer by Tony Khan, okay, Vince is going to give him double that, all right? It's different with the big show. They weren't doing nothing with the big show. And in his role, he was a humiliated legend on Legends Night. You really think that if John Cena would have been at Legends Night, they would have humiliated John? Of course not, okay? The other thing is, and this is the most important thing, actually, Remember when they, they, they signed Sting and they were like, okay, I know how you, we've, you know, legends, you sign him and he never shows up. Sting's going to be here all the time. Like we signed him, he's going to be on every show. And he's been on every show to the point that people are like, he's not doing anything. He's just on every show. John Cena is filming a major motion picture in Vancouver. Okay. John Cena can't even get here for WrestleMania and get back the, the quarantine rules, which they would require him to do going back to Canada. He can't even make it here for WrestleMania. He's not leaving this film to show up for an AEW pay-per-view and then have to quarantine two weeks and shut down production. Not to mention, if they do, if they did sign John Cena, they're going to want John Cena on TV all the time like they do with Sting. You don't sign John Cena for massive money and then like, well, he's here for the pay-per-view. We'll see you in three months, buddy. So it's not John Cena. Now, we don't have a lot of time here. So we'll talk about it more when we come back from the break. What I would like to say is that yesterday I tweeted, I can't wait for tomorrow. 
And I had these people going, oh, Brian's such a jerk. He's just, he's so excited that AEW is going to win. Dude, this had nothing to do with the ratings. This had to do with, I couldn't wait to see the anti-AEW fans tie themselves in knots to convince themselves that the Shaq match was a failure. And amazingly, I haven't even seen that. I had no hope. I shouldn't say I had no hope. I did say that they weren't stupid, and the fact that they were putting this on live, they must have felt that it would be good. But I did say I have no evidence, no evidence that this match can be any good. We know nothing about Jade Cargill. Red Velvet's done a couple of matches. Shaq's gimmick, like everything we've ever seen of Shaq, he's just a big, lazy guy. I had no hope. And I think it's safe to say it overachieved everybody's expectations. We'll talk about Shaq after the break, Observer Life. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And 
if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Somebody in the chat here had an interesting idea. They said they never said it was a Hall of Fame wrestler. They said it was a Hall of Famer in the world of wrestling. And it is Big Show. And Big Show is a commentator for this new Elevation show with Tony Schiavone. And they could have a three-man booth with Joey Styles. What a face, Mike. Well, I just of all the names, I mean, a Hall of Fame level, I, I thought you were going to say, I don't know, Trish Stratus. I, I don't know who you were going to say, but I didn't think it was going to be Joey Styles. No offense to Mr. Styles, but... Uh... Was he even a Hall of Fame commentator? Would you consider him that? I, I don't... Well, I mean, if them. you were Tony Khan and you grew up and the first show they ever watched was ECW, the ECW Arena, live, and you were a huge fan of ECW, and you were a kid at the time, yeah, you probably consider him a Hall of Fame announcer. I could totally see that. Anyway. Uh. So last night, the Shack. All this talk the last couple of days about Pat McAfee, the irony is that Pat McAfee... And Shaq, it's like the identical story. Both of them were going to have a big match, Pat McAfee with Adam Cole and the Shaq in this tag match here. And nobody knew what to expect. And in both cases, they over-delivered. And in both cases, I heard the exact same thing the next day. This guy worked his ass off. He trained. I don't know how long Shaq was training for, but he was he was he trained. And he worked hard, and everyone said the same thing. He worked so hard, he was so respectful, super nice guy. He really wanted to go out there and put on a good performance. The exact same thing I heard about Pat McAfee. And this dude went out there, and I don't want to take away from Cody or Red Velvet or Jade Cargill, but, I mean, the one I was most questionable about was Shaq. It's Shaq, dude. He's like 50 years old now. He's a giant his body probably doesn't feel all that great from all of the years of... He did some sort of athletics. But man, that guy went in there and he, they booked him. For all of you that were upset about the big show going to AEW, and I said, all you gotta do is book him like Andre the Giant. Well, we found out last night they know how to book Andre the Giant because they did it with Shaq. He sold nothing. He was 30 feet tall. He had one big bump at the end through two tables. Hopefully everybody can tell me how much... Uh, coverage of this got. I did hear that there was, I don't know if it was uh, Sports Center or what, or maybe it was SI website. It was somewhere, but they covered it and it was under the WWE banner. This Shaq footage. That sucks. But anyway, I hope you're not going to see her and tell me you were disappointed with Shaq. Are you talking to me? Yeah. Who else no. am I talking to? 
Andrew, God knows. The he's mirror, not on I yet. Don't know. <laughs> Look, uh, no, you know, I was surprised it went as long as it did. I was really surprised they had it scheduled out for. It was like 15, 16 minutes from pillar to post from the time the show started and the introductions to the time the match ended. That took real cojones to do, I I thought, because there's so much that could have went wrong when you have three people there who were so inexperienced. And they did end up going with Bryce Rensberg as the referee, and he had a lot of work to do. Uh, first of all, no matter what you thought about Shaq or anything else, uh, the best match of last night off of either show it had to be Jade Cargill against the hard camera. That's the one. Jade Cargill is, I think she's pretty. I think she's got a unique look. I think she's got a unique body. She could be a star. I don't know if it'll be a star in wrestling, but she stands out and she's got a level of confidence where she is going to be a star doing something. Uh, hopefully the wrestling comes around because she certainly had ring presence and she certainly knew where the camera was because she kept wanting to flex to it to the point where, I mean, Cody seemed to be yelling at her at times. Bryce had to kind of smack her on the arm like, hey, you know, pay attention. Even at the end when Shaq is laid down on the floor, you know, and and Bryce is pointing to him, you know, hey, she's still going to get that arm up and flex, you know, so we got to work on that a little bit with her, but... I thought her and Red Velvet both for I was like you you were more concerned with Shaq. I was actually more concerned with them because I figured Shaq was going to be in the ring with Cody. And as long as he hit what they had to set up, Cody being the general in there, I, I thought provided, you know, some security and safety uh, for Shaq and everybody involved. But when it was just the women in there, I mean. You know, QT Marshall was at ringside. I mean, they had all the bells and whistles. They had the the gun club just randomly hit Shaq with a chair uh, so you could get that spot in where he slams him. Uh, it just, I thought the whole thing over-delivered. It was not as good as some other celebrity wrestling uh, appearances, but it didn't matter. My expectations, like a lot of people, were so low because they're, they're just the inexperience level was so high that what could you really expect? And they went out there, and I thought they hit a, a real home run. Shaq going back through the table, other than them not showing a replay of that, uh, that's really the only negative you can say about any of the work that he did in there. And it, it wasn't his fault. It was the production's fault. But he did everything he needed to do. The big chops always get a response, especially in an empty building. That came off really well, and him – doing the nesty plunge back in through the tables with Cody on top of him. Hey, you got to give it to him. So I thought it was a really fun way to open the show, and I thought everybody did a much, much better job than could have been anticipated. The other star of the evening was my main man, Tully Blanchard. Dear God, the highest praise that I can give Tully Blanchard is that if I had to have one more match... Damn, I'd like to have it with Tilly Blanchard. Holy smokes. He didn't do much, but he was awesome. And he hit the slingshot suplex on that little prick Marco stunt. And he pinned the Luchasaurus at the end of the match. And he had this outfit that was unbelievable. And he teased a dive and then did a strut instead. I was in awe of this man. He was so awesome. And unfortunately, he's going to get his at some point, I think. I don't know how, but he's got his coming. When I was a little kid, I wanted to be Tully Blanchard Jr. Believe it or not, 
My dad used to used to get upset. We used to lose football games on a Saturday. I'd wake up still upset on a Sunday morning if we lost to somebody. If I was upset about my performance, I would carry that with me. Just just one of those things. It was highly competitive. Hated to lose. And I'd be in my little mood, your little your youngster mood, and you kind of just you know frumping around the house. And remember, my dad, hey, it's Tully Blanchard, you know, trying to make me feel better. And it would always work. You always pop me with that. Tully Blanchard was one of my favorites. Take the pillow or your little brother. Uh, little brothers were harder to control than the pillow, but he practiced the slingshot suplex. I love that move. And to see him out there at 67 years old uh, was something else. And still in great shape, was moving very, very well. I mean, we've seen some guys in there who are 47 years old who can't move as good as Tully Blanchard was moving out there. So them and FTR, I thought that was great. He came out with the old 10 pounds of silver, the United States Heavyweight Championship that uh, Valentine and Piper and he and Magnum TA all all wore. Steamboat wore it as well. Wahoo wore that one. And I thought that was so cool. And to have J.J. Dillon at their side, uh, to have Arn Anderson come out and give the four fingers a high sign at the end, I thought... All of it was awesome. So, I again, that was way up my alley being a kid that grew up and so heavily influenced by Jim Crockett promotions, especially in 1985, 86, and 87, that uh, it couldn't have been any better for a fan like me. Now, I got the word last night that Jim Crockett Jr. had passed away at 9.30 Eastern, which I guess, I mean, quite frankly, I mean, it was right around the time that they did the Four Horsemen reunion. And they had, as you noted, J.J. Dillon out there, who, because J.J. Dillon looked old in the late 80s, he came out and looked almost exactly the same oh, here. <laughs> I was like, has he aged? Well, I mean, he aged a lot in the first 30 years and then stayed the same for the rest of his life. But he was out there and then... Tully gets the big win, and then Arn comes out on the ramp, and they do the four horsemen sign, and I was like, this is just the greatest. Loved it! So anyway, I thought that the show overall, it was a go-home show for the pay-per-view on Sunday, and quite frankly, if we're going to be honest, like, the first 90 minutes of the show, I thought was really good, and then the last half hour was just sort of there. They front-loaded the show, they knew that everybody was going to tune in for Shaq, they probably hoped, man, if anybody sticks around, let's just plug this pay-per-view as hard as we can because for whatever reason, in 2021, if you look at the numbers, I mean, very rarely, virtually never, does the show build and peak at the main event anymore. It used to back in the day. Back in the day, the main event would be the highest rated thing on the show. Now, you do, I mean, I know some people are saying, like, the Miz rating was great. It wasn't great. It was fine. Blanchard gets the pin over Marco Stunt. I would that not would be surprised it. at all. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if Marco pinned Tully. I would. I know that's an option as well, too. It just is one that makes me physically ill. Oh, it makes me physically ill as well, but I'm looking at... Here's the thing. Like People read about Tully. You actually think Tully's going to go in there and wrestle tonight? I mean, he might do a spot or two. But 70 years old. I don't think he'll do anything more than what he's done before, which is jump off the middle rope for the spike pile driver or you know, hit somebody. I don't think you're going to see, you know. Choking out Thunder, uh, jung, I almost said Thunder Boy, Jungle Boy. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think he's going to choke out Jungle Boy. Anyway, it's feedback time, everyone, and I can't wait.
Back in a moment. Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Man, how can you afford gas for that big SUV? I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free GetUpside Gas app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for a 50 cent a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 75 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code CAR. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code CAR. That's C-A-R. Visit GetUpside.com for terms. <laughs> You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Very happy today to be joined by Andrew Zeri and the Matt Men. Matt Men! Matt Men podcast. Damn There's it. two of us. There are two of you. I'm glad to be here, Brian. Thanks for having me. First of all, listen, to be in the presence of Sepp Ravivi, that uh, it, it's it's a boy a boyhood dream come true. 
No, it's not. Come on. Uh, uh, <laughs> you see, you know, it's nice to, of you to say that about your, your co-host there. You see the way that Brian thinks about co-hosts. He just ignores them altogether. Most you should you know, you should have said, Andrew, I'm ignoring him. You should have said it's great to be in the presence of Tully Blanchard Jr. I, I heard. I heard he was he was pretending to be Tully, Tully Jr. Listen, I screamed Tully Blanchard at the top of my lungs in the best Dusty Rhodes impersonation I could do last night. My wife thought the world was ending. I mean, her reaction to me screaming Tully Blanchard in the living room was something that I wish I had recorded. Well, listen, Andrew, I think this is the first time you've been on this show. It is. Yeah, man, first time. Man, oh, man. Well, tell everyone about yourself on your show. Uh, so uh, I do a podcast called Matt Men. Uh, it started out 10 years ago. We're on F4W now. Uh, we started, I think, a couple of weeks ago. We started putting the show on the website, on, on the Wrestling Observer website, and it's been going on for years, man. I... I always say it's the conversation is two guys sitting at a bar talking about pro wrestling uh, and the things that they absolutely love about pro wrestling. And uh, knock on wood, it's, it's 10 years still doing this. Well, you're going to continue on with this. Uh, I'm distracted here. Sorry. Well, as you, Sorry, you're Andrew. distracted there, you know, you I may have news here in the minute. name Tully Blanchard. What wrestling did you grow up with? What wrestling would, did you cut your teeth on? And, and what do you go back and watch that you love so much? Uh, for me, it's always, I mean, growing up, Northeast 80s and early 90s, it was it was WWF all the way. And then later on, you know, you, you hit the teenage years and you realize, hey, there's something a couple blocks away from you called ECW happening at the Elks Lodge. So you end up going to that and then you just go down this pro wrestling rabbit hole. Now I'm really into, I mean, I I watch everything pretty much. But, uh, you know, a lot of the old school New Japan stuff, I'm down a weird old school deathmatch rabbit hole right now with a lot of the older FMW stuff. So it depends on the time. Uh, but growing up, definitely uh, early, you know, late 80s, early 90s WWF. I know some people that went to the Elks Lodge, you know, people from Queens and from out on the island that would go to those shows. And they said, you know, everybody talks about the ECW arena, but like Queens was the place to be. And obviously those guys probably have a little more of their, their bias there than some of the Philly people do, of course. But, you know, <laughs> what was it like to go to those shows? And was it as, as wild and as fun as a lot of people say that it was? It was it was way scarier than uh, it came off on TV. I was talking to I was talking to a, a, a wrestler that was on a lot of those cards. And I and I told him, I'm like, listen, I was 13, 14 years old. I honestly thought a riot was going to start whenever he would get up and cut a promo. Uh, and it really felt like that. You were fitting about twelve hundred people in a building that's supposed to fit about eight hundred people. I'm 13, 14 years old. I lied to my parents and I then I took a bus to the Elks Lodge. I told him I was going to a friend's house. So, uh, I mean, it was really exciting for the time. And I think, you know, that's a great thing about pro wrestling that everybody has these memories. Despite, even if you watched at home, you have all these memories of pro wrestling and everything that's going on. And right now we're living in a really exciting time when it comes to pro wrestling. By the way, what's the greatest WWE championship belt of all time, Andrew? Don't mess this question up. Oh, it's a simple thing. So it's the it's the winged eagle WWF oh, championship. Of course it is. Of course no it matter, is. No no wonder how you got this gig here. <laughs> that's how I got it. Off. That's all I said. You know what? I I honestly think that's the that's that's the reason because Brian and I had a conversation years ago about it being the greatest belt of all time, and I I think uh, I think that's what got me on here. That's right. Well, listen, we got a we got a pay per view coming up this weekend, so we got you today. Denise is tomorrow. You're going to be doing the watch along. She's going to do the first post-show, and then Vinny and I and maybe Craig will be doing the second post-show. So we got a lot of stuff coming up this weekend. 
Tell everybody a little bit about how these watch-alongs... Because, I mean, some of us have never even heard of a watch-along. So tell us how this thing works. Uh, so pretty much you, you, you watch me watch the pay-per-view and, and do commentary. I, I mean, we, we like to have fun. We go pretty nuts. We do a lot of, like, crazy tip donations and... Uh, you know, the viewers do viewer requests and we do a lot of Q&As and stuff like that. But it, it's awesome, man. Watching wrestling with a group of people, especially in a pandemic, when you really, you know, your friends aren't really coming over or you can't go to the bar, you can't go to uh, go to an event. So to hang out with a couple hundred people and just uh, talk about pro wrestling and watch a pay-per-view live together and have a couple drinks, I, there's nothing better than that. I absolutely love doing it. Uh, and doing it on F4W's YouTube account now uh, since we started on with you guys about a month and a half ago. It's been awesome. I, the community comes together. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's watching the show. Uh, it's, it's a fun experience, and it makes it a totally different experience than sitting there watching it by yourself, for sure. All right, we got about 10 minutes here. Let's do this preview. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list off a match. We're going to get everyone's prediction for the show. The Young Bucks versus the Inner Circle for the AEW World Tag Team titles, I am hereby predicting that the Young Bucks retain the tag team titles. We'll start with you, Mike. Who's winning this match? I'm going to go with the Young Bucks retaining the titles, and I will dare add the asterisk that it is Sammy Guevara that comes back and somehow causes a distraction or is somehow involved in the finish that allows the Young Bucks to retain their titles and uh, avenge Papa Buck. A strong... A strong prediction. Andrew. See, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go with MJF and Jericho winning just to set up a feud with Santana and Ortiz when they win the Battle Royal. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Team Taz is facing Darby Allen and Sting in a street fight. Let's start with you, Andrew. I'm gonna. I, it has to be Sting and Darby, right? I mean, you can't have Sting lose his first match back in in this in this capacity. I'm gonna go with Sting and Darby 100. percent I yeah, oh, go ahead, Mike. Oh, oh sorry. usually I, I, I go gonna... first, but I screwed up my own. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing actually. Although I guess if you wanted to do something a little bit different, you could have Darby lose maybe to Powerhouse Hobbs or something like that, and then have Sting clear the ring just to set up another title contender. Uh, for the TNT title in Darby Allen. But uh, I, I guess if you held a gun to my head with the money, uh, I'll go ahead and put it on Sting and Darby Allen. Man, oh, man. I actually have to think about this for a while. And I don't have time to think, so I may have to make my prediction tomorrow. So I'm going to make my prediction tomorrow because oh. Denise is going to be on. <laughs> bum. Well, i got to really think about this because, listen, Brian Cage is, is the FTW champion, right? He is. Yep. Darby is the uh, the TNT. TNT champion. So, like, I don't think Sting should pin either of the heels. Sting is there to get Darby over. So, like, if that if Sting's team wins, Darby should pin somebody. I guess Darby could pin Ricky Starks, but then what? It's not WWE where Ricky Starks gets beaten and then gets a title shot afterwards. Like, if Ricky Starks is get a title shot, he's got to pin either Darby Allen or Sting. I guess Darby could pin Brian Cage, but he's already beaten Brian Cage. So, I mean, I think the most likely deal would be Ricky Starks pinning Darby in this street fight. So, I guess I'm going with Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. I may change my mind tomorrow. Hikaru Shida, Ryo Mizunami, who do you think is winning? We'll start with you, Mike. Uh, Hikaru Shida. 
Uh, Ryo Mizunami is there. I, you know, good performance, you know, solid performance with Nyla Rose. Uh, surprised that she made it as far as she did, but it's Hikaru Shida's world. Uh, to me, there that would be crazy. Uh, no offense to anybody, but that would be a surprise that I, I think would go, wow. People would be, you know, hey, I can't believe Ryo Mizunami won. And then what do you do? I, you know, you still, to me, need to build up uh Hikaru Shida more and more and more and make sure that she's one of your she obviously is one of your major women stars you want to continue to shine her up and I think that's what Mizunami should be there for Andrew I I'm going with Shida as well uh they I I I honestly didn't think this would be the match I thought that it would be we get a totally different match and maybe crown a new champion but if Shida's in it uh, right now with the, with the setup that we have. Uh, I'm going 100% with Sheeta on this. Sheeta, I predict, is winning this match. Adam Page and Matt Hardy. I'll go first this time. Listen, it's the big money match. What do we get if, if Adam Page wins some of Matt Hardy's... or if, if Matt Hardy beats Adam Page, Adam Page is out of quarters of earnings. Like, where do you go from there? But big money Matt losing big money to... Hangman, now we got something we can go with. So I'm predicting Adam Page wins this match. Andrew. I'm going to go. I, I agree with you. Adam Page wins it. But here's how. Here's the swerve. So maybe they do this on the show. Maybe they do this on uh, being the elite. But Adam Page actually sees what he gets paid, what Matt Hardy's actually getting paid. And it's so much lower than his salary. He just hands him the check back. That would so definitely... he's not really big money Matt. It's all a It's a gimmick. He's no money Matt. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? I don't know. Hey, maybe uh, being such a good guy and he, considering he's always got like forms on him, maybe Adam Page has got a direct deposit slip for Mark Quinn and, and Isaiah Cassidy, and he'll take some of Matt's money and deposit it into them and put it in escrow because they're going to need it by the time they finish off these contracts with big money Matt. But I mean, it's Hangman Page. It's got to be. You could do a lot more uh, with Hardy losing than you can with Adam Page just unfortunately not having any friends and not having any money. We got Cody, Scorpio Sky, Penta, Lance Archer, Max Caster, and the debuting TBA. If it is my company, the debuting TBA wins. Obviously, it's his first night in and then goes on to get his TNT title shot at some point down the road. So I'm picking TBA in this match. Mike. I, I got to be honest. It sounds like such a cop out, but so, I, that's who I'm taking too. You know, I would love to say, I mean, Max Caster, they obviously want to feature him. And, you know, they, there's a lot of different ways you can go with a lot of different people here. But the fact that they are going into a pay per view and not mentioning who it is, um, you know, to me, unless it's a monster that you're going to use everybody to launch off of, and who the hell is that going to be? I mean, we already got Paul White there. So I, I'm going with whoever the mystery man is, whatever field is, XTBA. That's who I'm going with for the winner. Andrew. Uh, I was going to go with TBA as well, but is Cody actually going to wrestle in this match? Yeah. He is. Wow. Uh, I. I would say TBA. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm just gonna whoever the whoever it is. I don't know. No, I mean, it has to be a big name, right? It can't just be some random person. And who's available? Who's a free agent to show up there? That's a bigger question. We have Kenny Omega, John Moxley, exploding barbed wire death match for the AW title. I'm predicting Kenny Omega because it feels like this title reign has begun. We got a lot of things we can do with it. 
I wouldn't understand ending it now unless they also have some big plan for John Moxley. And I'm picking Kenny Omega. That's my that's my prediction. We'll start with you, Andrew. I'm going to go with draw. They're going to end it in a draw. The ring is going to explode. Both of them laid out in the middle of the ring. Interesting. Very Double death. What about Double you, death. Simp? That is, that is actually really interesting. I'm going with Kenny Omega. Uh, I think there's still a lot of story to, to be told with Kenny Omega in the title. Um, John Moxley, I don't think, is going to disappear, but obviously he's going to be probably taking some time off here in the next couple of months. And, uh, yeah, I just uh, to me, this is this is going to be Kenny Omega's match to win. I don't see a reason to change the title at this point. I just, I just don't. Then we have Miro and Kip Sabian versus the Best Friends. And I think they're going to do exactly what they promised to do on Dynamite, which is for those of you that think that Miro's been held down and hasn't done anything yet, that all changes on Sunday. They're going to get the big win, and the Miro experiment will begin. Sempi. I say Miro gets... uh... I don't know if he gets the victory or not, but I can see him cleaning house and even beating up Kip at the end here. You know, I can see Orange getting the victory over Kip. No, fine, no problem. But I think Miro is going to come out of it stomping somebody and standing over everyone at the end. All right, Andrew, we'll get you after the break. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. 
When they have unsold seats, they use smart fares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I'm sorry, but we're not going to finish this preview here because we did just get these numbers. AW, 934,000. NXT did 692,000. AW is number six on cable. NXT was number 19. And with the exception of females 18 to 34, which they tied in, AW won every demo, including the 50 plus that they virtually never win. 50 plus, it was 0.38 to 0.32. And the demos for AW did a 0.33 in 18 to 49. And in males 18 to 49, they did a .49. So very big numbers. I don't have quarters. But based on what I saw in the show last night, my guess is that the quarter was shacked did well, well over a million. And it probably fell from that point. But to average 934, that may have been a really big first quarter for that shack match right there. So any quick comments, Andrew? Man, good thing NXT's moving to Tuesdays. That's right. We didn't even talk about it one time. You were the first. You were the first. You were the source. Well, you weren't yeah. the source. Uh, the, well, the source. <laughs> I I had to jump through hoops on how I how I kind of told the story, but uh, the source told me this sometime in January that this was happening in, in a capacity. It was it was rumblings happening, and every two weeks this guy gave me an update. You know, here it is, here it is, and he finally said, "Okay, feel free to announce it." You know. At, half of NBC knows at this point and that was it I just put it out there and I, I did not expect it to blow up as much as it did but oh, man, you I'm, fool. I'm glad it did oh you fool hey listen we're out of time I want to thank you so much for the show we'll get you back on again probably more regularly now and of course the watch along this weekend there's all sorts of great stuff Met Men Podcast I want to thank you all as always Mike Andrew everybody in the studio callers and listeners switch home we talk to you next time wrestling Observer Live